Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. Um, I'm so excited about this week's episode. I had such great chats with Young Me Mare. She's a comedian here in New York City. She's absolutely hysterical. And I also love her podcast. It's called Feeling Asian. So if you get a chance, please download it, listen to it. But I really think you're going to enjoy this episode. So Young Me is a single mother. She talks about her divorce. She talks about being able to still be young and have a fun life while also having a child and dating uh, while doing that. She talks about casual sex, uh, having sex with an Irish man and we just loads of chats. Um, so if you want to watch the video for this episode, it's up on the Patreon. So forward slash, pa- wait, I always say that wrong. So Patreon forward slash the shift podcast. Um, there's also solo episodes there as well where I just go into more detail about my own personal dating life that I just don't have time to talk about on this so if you want to sign up it's pay what you want for now and um, yeah and that's all there there's all the previous videos and a, a solo bonus episode a week um, but yeah I'm very excited about this episode so have a listen and I'll talk to you at the end so this is just like dating relationships, anti-shame, the chats. But come here to me. I want to talk to you quickly about, I just saw you post about you're getting in trouble on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Fresh off my my ban from TikTok. I'm just, I'm temporarily banned, but it's it's actually really funny because um, if you've watched my TikToks, I make these TikToks where I talk about white people in the way that white people talk to me as an Asian person. Yeah. So like, it's like, people i think a bunch of white supremacists found me and they're like oh this is really racist against white people but i'm like but i'm using the words that you use against me like i'm literally just like for example i have a tiktok where i go to like an asian person goes to a white restaurant and i'm like ooh, everything is so exotic and like you can tell this is a great restaurant because there's so many white people in here which is like what white people say to asian people on a daily basis yeah so i'm like how is that? I'm I'm literally just copying what you said. How how is it racist? It's look. It, it's you know what I mean? it's not at all. And it's it's complete. I I put up a TikTok video yeah. there. I have to do these like educational videos. I usually do like sex ed ones. I work for like a uh-huh. TikTok thing. Um, yeah. but I was just like I couldn't think of a sex ed one, and I was tired, so I did like a oh in Ireland we don't you know we don't say top of the morning to you Irish spring is actually made by a German it was originally made by a German company it's not oh wow Irish and we don't have uh lucky charms and like that's the thing a lot of Americans will say stuff like (laughs) to me that's not Irish and they just presume and I've never been to Ireland or they tell me I don't have an Irish accent and when I ask them if they've been to Ireland they say no and so this kind of it's a it's a huge like I've, I've never understood how you could just presume knowledge 
yeah. like I'm from the country. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they presume they know more. Yeah. But a girl wrote on it, and it was just when I saw that, I was just thinking about it. A girl wrote on it, like, and she got really mad. So this is just yesterday. She wrote something like, she was like, you're a dummy. We know this. Uh, and it was like a really, really angry, aggressive comment. But I was like, There's, why would you yeah. get mad? I'm just saying what you guys say to me. And I'm people letting you get, know it's not yeah, true. Exactly. Well, people get so angry on TikTok. And for oh me and what i've noticed like the people yeah i know i hate doing i i only do it because like we can't really do a lot of stand-up now and i'm like i do it very like begrudgingly yeah. but i feel like like that like what you just said it's like i am irish i'm from ireland people say this to me and like so i i say things like that like i'm asian white people say things like this, this to me every single day so and a lot of white people are like no they don't i'm like they literally they literally do of course they don't say it to you like yeah you're not Irish or you're not Asian. How would you know? You know? And it's always it's, like, it's a crazy app. Yeah. Well, it's what? also, I just don't understand why people get offended. It's like when you tell a guy, oh, all of these guys um, message me like pictures of their dick and there's a guy who would never do that. So he's like, no, guys don't do that. And it's like, okay, you don't. Yeah. But you know, just because you oh. don't doesn't mean other people don't do it. It's like the not all men thing. It's like, okay, we get it. You don't do that. We get that. But other men do. And I can show you their dicks right now. Yeah. Do you want to see them? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sake. Yeah. It's so weird. It's gaslighting. Um, but I'm excited. I liked how you said lucky charms. Lucky charms? Well, well, because I feel like you said it in like, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't Did know. I-, I know there's a lot of different kinds of accents in <laughs> Ireland, but I, I was like, that sounded authentic. <laughs> yeah there's like at least um i don't know it has to be like at least 50 or hundreds of different accents because each town has a different Mm -hmm. accent and um yeah and then my accent is obviously like a little a little different because i've been living here for six years so uh it's like lesser so people will understand me (laughs) where are you from in ireland kildare um I don't, just, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's trying to say. Everybody <laughs> always asks where I'm from. And if you don't say Dublin, they're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, That's so fun. Yeah, so, well, you look, you'll get your TikTok back. That's crazy. Like, it's so crazy because there's actual racist shit. A- there's actual, actual racist yeah. on TikTok. Well, I think what's crazy is that I just, I don't really look through my mentions on TikTok. I just look at the likes and, like, they just sort of get buried but I looked and there's this one guy that's been like literally stalking and tagging me every single day harassing me commenting just a bunch of comments and I didn't notice and I was like I feel like this guy has something to do with this yeah definitely you have to block those I feel like if they write because I was getting a lot of shit for doing sex ed videos like um people Mm. were I pissed off a lot of um I guess American Christian people they were like you're not a real Catholic and I'm like yeah I know I'm not but like still I'm allowed to do sex ed but because I wear a cross um Mm -hmm. so that really and a lot of the videos got taken down or I got like all of that shite but that's uh, yeah it's the same people so then like if I see a comment or two of like angry comments I just block that person I mean, I was I was really good at doing that, but then I was just like, I just I guess this guy slipped slipped under the radar, and I don't know what's been going on. But it's hard for you because your videos are blowing up. So if they're like getting like a million views, it's impossible to. Yeah, but that was kind of creepy because I've never seen somebody at that level. Like I've obviously seen a bunch of really shitty comments under my videos, but like this guy was like, like 
tagging me on everything talking like just commenting crazy on everything i was like sir go outside and breathe some air <laughs> what a weird app huh it is really weird and people get so mad on it and especially an app where you can just scroll so easily so it's like just keep scrolling it's not I haven't offended you by just uh, yeah I've I've, I've, yeah I've had like the meanest comments on that app I don't I don't like it I prefer Instagram yeah um well I'm proud of you for doing that work the anti-shame around sex work I feel like or sex not sex work but sex because i feel like that's a big part of like i feel like my you know like as comedians you have like these core like things that you want to say right and i feel like that's one of the big things i want to say you know it's like a branch of feminism that i feel like a lot of people even in this day and age like you know because you just said you get a lot of harassment for this it's dangerous and scary for women to say that out loud which is bizarre it blows my mind you know yeah i had a stalker guy i don't think i talked about it on the podcast but um it definitely probably because of my videos but he like turned up to a show and everything it was absolutely crazy and I was like going on dates with someone at the time and he was like a a guy who does I don't want to say exactly what he did but he does like physical sports so he was like a big guy and this guy the stalker guy didn't care he was like so uh deluded in his what what was going on between us so you just have to be yeah look I just think as a woman you're just always at risk and then people get so offended when you're just because even with me I yeah talk about sex I don't post a lot of thirst traps I know I had posted a couple of bikini pics when I was in Miami but other than that I don't Mm -hmm. it's the written word and it really offends them they get really mad or like that a guy will think that he's like in a relationship with me just yeah I don't know it's fucking crazy wow that's so insane well I'm I'm happy that you're doing and I'm proud of you for doing it because I know it's not easy um wait so you had told me you had uh gone on a you've been dating an irish lad i think this is interesting well you okay okay (laughs) so you were like do you want to do my podcast i was like oh my god yes and you said something like oh it's about like sex and and a lot of people in ireland listen to it and i was like oh this is great because i just had sex with an irish person so (laughs) i'm gonna talk but this is this is what's funny katie this is i was like thinking about this after i heard from you this is so random i feel like i've had sex with a lot of irish people over the years out of nowhere because it's like more than like any other person from europe and like so men from ireland yeah isn't that weird from not even not like not like irish american like from ireland well i guess new york is full of them so that's what i've been told but i don't really see them out on the street and just end up having sex with like i will find the one they do come out in the middle of the night though because in ireland there's this thing it's like um before the lights come up then you're like looking for so the lights come up it means that the night is over so they're always like looking for someone to have sex with so maybe like the irish guys here just come out when the lights are coming up at the bar (laughs) right at like 4 4 a.m and i'm always still there i'm always still around so Um, have you found a difference between having sex with irish men versus other men um yeah i I guess i'm the expert now (laughs) 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 no not not necessarily i feel like i feel like i don't really like when i sleep with somebody it's hard for me to like like group them together in a way like i see them as like that you know what i mean like i just see them that's really good that's progressive 
<laughs> and I have to say, I haven't had sex with that many Irish people. Like, if I had sex with like a thousand, I'd be like, I have like, <laughs> I have like, but it's not a that proper many. like scientific like, sample. Yeah, the data. Um, I don't have enough for like like real data, but um, I haven't really noticed um that uh all the irish guys listening are being like just say we're the best (laughs) they're they're the best dicks are the biggest i have to say that's a lie (laughs) wait wait, no because this is funny the last person that i slept with who's irish just very recently had a huge dick and i was like and then the the last other irish person i slept with which was a long time ago just like at least a year ago also had a huge dick so i was like i was like wait do you all have just like huge dicks and he was like i don't i don't think so i've never really asked my friends but I don't, and i was like in my mind i was like i just made it up <laughs> like to myself i was like yeah just they all have huge dicks so now i just believe that but well the last guy like there is a stereotype and i never heard it until i moved over here that irish guys yeah. have small penises but that hasn't been my experience at all they have like average or big fine like i've seen bigger over here but those ones have been like maybe a bit terrifying like too big i would want that you know um from irish guys no that was an irish guy that was oh, uh, oh okay yeah that was like i'm saying I like what you mean yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. yeah 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 but but i think like yeah irish guys have fine penises the last irish guy that i from ever i've seen yeah yeah was weird he had like and he asked me afterwards he was like is my, he was like is my penis big enough and i was like yeah it's great <laughs> he's like yes sir yeah he also asked me he said am i the best sex you've ever had and i was like uh we we just we had just slept together it was our first time sleeping together and i was like uh as you know it was great i don't know how to an- i'm like i don't know how to answer that question i i don't know you that well like we we had just yeah. had a couple of dates so i was like jesus uh insecure wow that is really insecure because i feel like yeah i mean i think that's like men think of i mean i'm, I'm being very like cis het right now but like m- like cis het men think of sex as a very like we're gonna win this game and i know are, like we need a few months to get to know each other. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm hip- hypocritical because I remember one time like seeing a guy for a while and then being like, oh my God, this is the best. And him not saying it back and me being like st- in my head being like so offended. <laughs> How dare you? How dare yeah, you? you just lie. But this is different. This is the first time we slept together. And I was like, I can't, yeah. I'm not even sure, you know, like I don't know anything. You know, like it was just like after a couple of dates. So it was a bizarre. Yeah. yeah. But yes, lovely penises. So that's good. good. We're defeating that stereotype. (laughs) Wow. Who said that Irish guys have small penises? Americans have said that to me. They've been like... Like American women? um, No, just Americans in general. I've never heard heard that stereotype. Yeah, I've heard that stereotype only over here. And I never... And then I heard, I think, an Irish comedian talk about it on stage being like, oh, apparently there's this stereotype that we have small penises. And I was like, wow. You know never heard that yeah well so there we go and did you date an irish man no just slept with them no i don't think i've ever dated an irish person i think i've oh i dated an irish american person like he's like ethnically probably mostly irish but he was like an american person <laughs> yeah but that was years ago i'm old as shit this was like literally 16 years ago how and old i was a full I'm 36, so I was a full-blown adult. Yeah. You look like 24. 
Wow. Thanks, Katie. It's great. I'm kidding. I don't really, I don't mind looking old. Yeah, but you don't look old. So oh. you, you cannot mind it because you don't look old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to care about it until I look old. And I'm really yeah, you're offended. like, I don't mind that <laughs> I look old. <laughs> you literally, I would ID you at my bar. Um, okay, so, and you also, I wanted to talk to you as well because we've had like, I had a listener in and she was talking about like uh, wanting to have a child. Now she's... Mm-hmm. 40 I think she's gonna text me now and be like I'm not 40 but let's say she's like maybe 38 39 40 and um she never met someone who wanted to have a kid and she wants to have a kid so she'd be like a single mother and you're a single mother right or did I just make that up Mm -hmm. yeah I'm a single mom can we talk about that yeah of course I um so um I mean I I don't know if this is maybe a stereotype that I've absorbed but like is it like really bad in Ireland to be like a single mom like today in 2021 or is that like in the old days oh i think the old days yeah i think it's fine right right. a lot of people are divorced. so like this well the reason i asked that is because like in america the idea is that no one really cares about single moms right like no one thinks it's taboo anymore it's not like the 1950s but it's crazy because when i got divorced i never thought that oh i'm like a scandalous woman now that I'm unmarried or something, but people did start treating me very differently. Did they? Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. How were they this, treating you? Like in liberal New York City, like there was like a little like, oh, like you're a single mom. Like there's a little bit of that going on. Really? That's mad. Yeah, I mean nothing like nothing like you're a whore. You know, <laughs> like nothing like that. But like. Just people just start treating you differently and well there's this funny thing that happened because I have a son he's seven and when I got a divorce he was probably around four three or four and I was extremely happy to be divorced because I wanted to for a long time like my ex-husband he's great like he's one of my best friends and we're great friends but it's just like it wasn't romantic for years it was just like almost like a business because we own a business together yeah it was like a business relationship it was like kind of there was no real romantic love so I felt really free and so after my divorce I was like yeah like just always happy dating just sucking on some Irish dicks (laughs) (laughs) a big Irish penis (laughs) (laughs) you know just doing whatever I wanted you know just being like single again and having fun and I feel like every time I showed up at like a like a school event or, you know, where there are a lot of married, are married friends or married parents, like, there was, like, this, like, sort of different reaction to me than they used to have. And I have to say, this might be me projecting, like, what I think, but I feel like a lot of people are really unhappy in their marriages. And then they have kids and they feel like they have to stick together, which is fine, which is really a great thing to do for your kids, but also... Sometimes it's not great because you're just two miserable people and your kid is absorbing that and that feels really bad. Um, and I feel like a lot of those people were sort of like, this This is 100% me making this up and projecting. I was like, some some of them I felt like were kind of jealous that I were, I was like, I'm going to the club. To, I'm going to the club after this, you know, and just and sleep with someone I don't know. Like, I feel like there was this like mild resentment. And a lot of people, a lot of women especially, came up to me like this. I was going to make this into a comedy bit because it happened so much. But I would be on the playground and I'd be like, la, 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 like just smoking my jewel, like just like hungover and (laughs) being a single mom. 
And like, um, like I could always see them coming out of the corner of my eye. Like a mom would just sort of like quietly shuffle over to me and she'd be like, how's your divorce? And I was like, it's great. I'm having so much fun. And she'd be like, well, cause I want to get divorced. And I was like, do it. Do it. It's so great. <laughs> I, I love like, that. And to this day, it happens a lot. Like this, the other day it happened to me. I went to like a gift store and the person oh, is that I, I don't want it to be, I want it to be a little vague. I don't want the person to be like, oh no. I went to a store and she was like, oh, I've seen your son. Cause I was with my son and she was like, oh, I've seen him with his dad. And I, I guess his dad's girlfriend. And she was like, oh, are you divorced? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I want to get a divorce. I was like, do it. <laughs> you're like the divorce. You're like the angel of divorce. <laughs> I just fly in. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I, I, when you said though, like when you said that they'd be kind of l- looking at you weird, when uh, even yeah. before you said that you thought it was jealousy, that was the first thing that came into my head. I was just thinking because I, I'd feel that if I yeah. were trapped in an unhappy marriage and then seeing someone have like had the balls to get a divorce and yeah. live their life, because that's really scary. Espe- especially a lot of people who have shared income, or yeah. mm-hmm. maybe which who- I did yeah I got married young and kind of rely on their partner for for their their money like there was this um this is mad but when I first moved over I lived in Greenwich just I was working in a country club and this woman organized this like women's walk I just went on it um and it was to to like a charity to get money for a lot of young women would have married very young and then they would have gotten a divorce but they they were given nothing so they would have had 10 years where they were just living off the husband's money and then they were just yeah. like broke poor didn't know how to do didn't know how to open a bank account had nothing so this like older woman organized this this like walk for them but I was like Jesus yeah you never especially if you got married young and you you, you know you could be tied in with the kids or whatever I mean that was definitely me in a weird way um I mean I had a really weird story because I was I grew up really poor and I've I'm still extremely poor, but like I met my ex-husband. We were both poor. We were just like, I worked in a restaurant. He worked, he was a line cook and I was a server. We got married and then he like, we opened a business and it did really well. And, but then by that point I have, I was just kind of like a stay at home mom. And so I never had anything to do with the runnings of the business, even though I went in there, like I'm always kind of confused and I got married when I was like 22 so I was oh like my really God, stupid baby. you know what I mean like your baby and so yeah so then I didn't know what to do so I, I, all I'm saying is that I did feel a lot of that after I got divorced I was like how do I fill out a w9 like you know what I mean like I was like oh but then I just I just did it and like I figured it out you know it's scary but it's just like what are you gonna do yeah and, and it's the same as when you leave your parents house so yeah yeah, you just have to, like, when I come over to America, I still am like, what is a W9? I fill it out, but I'm still kind of confused. I, I remember my first, I do when, too. I, when I was trying to, I didn't understand a lot of the American stuff. It's so different to my country. And I remember yeah. going for a job and I had my, I wanted to prove I had, I had social security or like that I had visa. So I put my social uh-huh. security number on all of my resumes, but I didn't know that that's how someone can steal your life. So and it was only like a server ran out and was like, oh, my God, you need to take you need to take this back as your social security number. So then I had to go back into all the bars and be like, can I have my resume back? I didn't know I'm not meant to put <laughs> like I'm such an idiot. I didn't even know that I would have put I would have done that tomorrow. Like I would do that tomorrow. Yeah, because they can so steal your identity that. and like just be you. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, no, 
Nobody wants to who, steal my identity, though. So, but yeah, still, who you know, wants a horrible credit score. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and so you and your ex, you guys are friends. Yeah, we're really close. We're re- we we get along. We don't like we fought obviously when we were getting a divorce. Got heated every once in a while. I'll like get really annoyed. I know this is really creepy, like, but literally the only way I can describe it, how I feel about him is I feel like he's my brother. Like, I really love him. I really care about him. I don't want to really be around him. Maybe once a year is good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's zero, like, I would barf if he, like, touched my shoulder. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that kind of, like, feeling. Like, I really care deeply. When did it stop being romantic? I mean, I think it happened in our marriage, like you know way before we got divorced like I had no feelings and you know I could sense that from him too but he was like very adamant about making it work um and I was like you know I I I was the one that was like let's get a divorce and he was really hurt by that and I was like you're maybe you're hurt because I'm the one that said it but let's be honest we both feel it you know what I mean yeah and did yours yeah no that's great and I think that takes i've been in uh we've i think most people listen to this will have been in a relationship where you've said i love you you've done all that and then there's a good like six months before you break up where you didn't want to touch them i remember my ex-boyfriend ireland i used to go to my parents every weekend and they were like Mm -hmm. you're coming down here an awful lot and i'm like i was just making up i didn't want to have sex with them but it was just it was such a switch from romantic to not romantic yeah and i mean i want to say that that period for me was years where he'd like literally dread and that was like that was so bad now now looking back i'm like i'll never do that again um so after after i got divorced every time i've been in a relationship i literally have sex like five times a day with them until the day that we break up it's like that i will never let that happen again you know what i mean so i I know that's that's a really good yeah I'm the same. I'm so horny. Like even uh, like a yeah, couple of my too. partners have been like, <laughs> well, I, remember I was dating this DJ and he used to be like, How, how's my horny girl? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we would just have sex so me. much. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, it's me. Um, me it's too. so important. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. And also because I like to have sex so much, it's like, this sounds bad. I mean, I'm, I, my goal is to be single basically for the next five years. Like I don't, maybe for the rest of my life like I know that sounds like weird but I don't think I'm meant to be like a person that's in a relationship like a monogamous relationship I just don't think it fits my personality and I think I just did it because like I was told since I was a small kid like you need to have a husband you know yeah so I I just did it but I never want to I to this day I like even though I really like somebody like there's no part of me that's like oh I want to only be with this person or do you know what I mean like I just I'm so like against that why was I saying that but the the thing about the sex thing is it's like I just want to have a lot of sex all the time and if this person can't do that or doesn't feel that way about me like what it's a sexual relationship like then we should just be friends and you know what I mean like why are we in a relationship yeah, I, I agree know. with you. I remember I was seeing this guy and he said, I've had two guys that I've been seeing who said that they think my sex drive is much higher than them, which was shocking to me because I've always been told or you're always told that men are really horny and they want to have sex yeah. all the time. And it's it's not. You can meet people who, who men who don't want to have it. And then I'm like, okay, well, we're not compatible because sex is as important yeah. to me as the conversation or... But com- mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you, so... Oh God, I have loads of things to ask you just from what you said. But so have you been in a monogamous relationship since your divorce? 
I have. I have. Um, I've been in two. And I think that was just, to be honest with you, the dregs of like me being so used to being in that, that I couldn't like, my brain couldn't instantly snap out of not being that anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, it was kind of like a rebound thing for being, I was married for 10 years. So it's like, just like the use, like being used to that feeling. And so the first two people that I sort of had any sort of like sexual chemistry with, I did, I did get in like relationships with the first one was six months. The second person was 10 months. And both of those people were not good. Like they're great people, amazing people, but they're not for me. I should not have been in relationships with them. It was so horrible. And, um, and I had to like really ask myself why, why I felt the need to like be in relationships with people that were just not right for me. And like, I think that's where I'm, I'm at right now. Like, I'm like, why do I keep wanting to get into relationships with people? And, I am like I'm really careful to like describe what kind of people they were because they're great people and I don't want to like talk shit about them but they're extremely extremely insecure people and I had to do a lot of emotional labor to make them feel secure in who they were um and I feel like that is something that I'm like used to because I grew up with like a narcissist parent and his caregiver who was my mom and so that's the that's what I saw growing up. So that's what I think I need to do in relationships. Like I need somebody that's like super insecure, super broken, and I have to sp- yeah. spend all my energy in fixing them and like supporting them and like showing them attention. And I feel like the last two relationships I was in really mirrored that. Which is fine because a lot of people are insecure. I'm insecure. You know, like a lot of people need that emotional support. And if you go out in the world, I'm sure because you do you only date like straight men, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so like if you date only straight men or, you know, like that's most of who I date, there are so many straight like cis men who are very insecure. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. I agree with you and I think I've dated a lot of insecure, very similar to what you're saying where I've had to like put in a lot of emotional labor trying to make them feel secure and happy yeah. and attractive. I've dated a lot of guys. The, the issue I find is that they come across very confident, secure and cool. And then when they become vulnerable, which is great, you want someone to be vulnerable, but it's like, whoa, this is like a therapist needs to sit down and do this work with you yeah. because I can't yep. convince you. Like I'm here, I'm having sex with you. I'm being loyal. And they're like, yeah. So I've, I've experienced that a lot and I've gotten to the same stage with you. Like I, I would love a healthy relationship, but I am not, I am not, I will walk away as soon as I see someone being ragingly insecure. And like you said, we're all insecure a little bit, but ha- expecting yeah. someone to fix you or, and I think, I don't know, I think with men, maybe, maybe it is just because as women, we're able to talk about it more or mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but I, I I do meet more men who I think it's rare that I've met a guy who's like fully secure, knows what he wants, expresses that. And and that could be a guy who's been like, I don't want a relationship. I don't want a date. I don't want anything. Or a guy mm-hmm. who's like, I want a relationship. I know what I want. But it's more I meet more guys who are kind of like just a mess. Once you start dating them, they just fall apart. Yeah. And I don't want to I'm not here to like blame myself, but there is a big part of me that like is comfortable with that because that's yeah. very familiar, you know, like, yes. that reminds me of my family. So Same. when I see that sort of behavior, I, I am attracted to them. So I'm not yeah. like trying to be like, these men are all fucked up. I'm just no. like, for some reason, I keep wanting to date somebody like this and I have to figure out what's going on with me before I ever get in another relationship. Do you know what I mean? 
completely like I've said it I do a a Patreon solo podcast for this podcast but I said it on Mm -hmm. it a lot like at at some point I had to be like okay like because they are like you said they're nice men but when you date them they're not good men to date and it's like at what point do I ask myself I'm attracting why am I attract because then because I was like you know if if, over the year over the two and a half years doing this podcast it's been kind of like some nice scenarios but a lot more crazier scenarios the ones that I date longer Mm -hmm. And then I look back at two guys, really nice guys who asked me on dates and I just was like, no, I'm not interested. And now they're both in healthy long-term relationships. I stayed friends with them and I'm just like, yeah. okay, why am I attracted? So it's same as yourself. It's like, we have to ask what, exactly. but yeah, you just have to do, I guess you have to do the work. I think I'm getting better. And I, it sounds like you are too as well, which is great. And like that, you're not sh- shitting on these guys. They're just, but some people are nice people and terrible oh. people to date. Oof, yeah they just get they're insecure you know like my therapist said something really that that stuck with me for so long and it was a, one of my re- last relationships not my ex-husband but like uh this person would do this really horrible thing where they would like show me pictures of him like in bed with his ex where they're naked like and then he'd be like and I'd be like, oh, and he'd be like, why? Are, wow. Wow. You're really jealous, huh? I'm just wow. You should really like he would do that. And my therapist was and I was like, just so damn like, uh, besides other like he would tell me stories of like, he's like, you know, one of my best friends wants to sleep with me, but I really value our friendship. So I'm gonna hang out with her tonight. I hope she doesn't try to sleep with me again. And I'd be like, why are you saying these things? And then my therapist said, you know, when people do those things, it's weird because and I would get upset at him and be like, what the fuck? You're so fucked up. And he'd be like, really confused. He'd be like, what? Why? Why are you mad at me? And my therapist said, when people are insecure and they act out of insecurity, they're not trying to hurt you. They're trying to soothe their insecurity. So it's like, it was almost like, and those events would always follow these other weird riffs. I had like one day, like I would walk down the street and somebody would cat call me. And then my, my ex heard that. And then he would be like, here's a picture of me naked with my ex or something, you know, like something like that. Yeah. And then she was like, she was helping me be like, well, you know, like you are attractive and he, you go, you guys go out a lot and people like respond to you and he's, that probably really hurts him. So he's trying to soothe himself with these, like, well, I have one friend that would sleep with me. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. He's just trying to be like, I've had so many guys try to take me down to their level instead of being like, come up to mine. And it's like, he's like, oh, she's hot. She could leave me at any stage, but look, I'm hot too. Or he also equates jealousy as love and affection. So When you're not getting jealous, you're like, this is just weird. He's like, oh, she doesn't like me because she's not like some people need that, which is, again, just equating love as drama and jealousy. And it's like, oh, love is where someone's like, whatever. Okay, yes, I know anybody could fuck you, but I trust that you won't do that. Yeah. And and like, uh, that's a really good point. Like that, like, like the arousal of anger and jealousy is very like intoxicating, too, you know? But yeah, like I think it was very helpful for me to be like, okay, this person is not trying to hurt me. All they're doing is soothing their insecurities. But I still don't want to be with this person. Yeah, you don't have to. I don't want to look. I don't want to look at pictures of your fucking ex girlfriend naked. Why is that still on your phone? Oh my god, crazy! I'm sorry. That is a big no no, and that's the problem with people who. And like, I love what you said earlier about people who are unhappy in a relationship just get a divorce because what will happen is the kids yeah. will see and then they're like us oh, where they don't know because I like my, my parents got a divorce at five but like a lot of stuff mm-hmm. I would have witnessed when I was younger um 
you know, it just it, it isn't healthy. And like, I think I stay longer in relationships that are bad just mm. because it takes me a, a while longer to go. Oh, that's not normal. Like you said, it's like a you're comfortable yep. in that and you have to you need friends. Oh, you know yeah. what? I like tell my friends. Yeah. I'm getting so much better, but I'll tell my friends stuff. And then like Lindsay, you know, Lindsay. And I remember telling yeah, yeah. her I was dating this guy that the whole time Des used to do the podcast with me and he'd be like, this guy is fucking nuts. And I'd be like, no, nah, he's just he's just going through some stuff. And then he told me he didn't believe in outer space and like just the horror. You know, Lindsay has tweeted a bunch about it. Like I'm the friend who has been with a guy who didn't believe in outer space. But um, she was uh, the horror on their face. And then you're like, oh, right. Yeah, that's not that's weird. That is weird. <laughs> It's like you need to see that you need to see your friends be like this is and then you're like oh god yeah okay yeah 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 yep no I've I well I think that's like I think we've talked about this I think we have had like similar childhoods where it was a lot of gaslighting so you kind of need to bounce things off people to be like oh you're right yeah that is crazy yep yeah that story the the naked ex-girlfriend story like I told people and they're like what the fuck and I was like Oh, okay, good. I'm not crazy because I was, I thought I was crazy. <laughs> I know, you know because then they're like, why are you overreacting? And then you're like, oh, I don't want to be like my insert crazy yeah. parents. So you're like, okay, cool. You yeah, know, yep. it's fine. Let's see her tits. And then you tell your friend and they're like, yeah, no, you were right to overreact. And you're like, damn it, damn it. <laughs> In that moment, I was like, I'm not, I don't care. Ha ha ha. Like, I was like, oh, uh, look at her nipples. I was like, this I want to like- be the cool girlfriend. I'm the I cool know. girlfriend. I'm not jealous. Like that kind of shit. Oh my God. It was horrible. Thank God I'm sim- single. Um, yeah. Well, that's the problem when you're trying, because I remember with my mother, my dad would say like, I hope you're learning how not to behave. And that's great. And I'm not, I don't throw dishes at people. I don't get jealous. I don't, yeah. I'm not possessive, but in turn, sometimes I don't know when it's okay to be like, that's shitty and see you later yep. like my my yep. Irish girlfriends over here they're so great but a couple of times I've been going on dates with people and I've been like mm, and they're like you don't have to date them like even if you know you, you can just like this is a right this is one red flag you can walk away after one red flag yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah oh I didn't know that see, yeah my friends have to tell me shit like that all the time <laughs> um but even but like God, I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to talk shit on your people. But the guy, the guy that I was sleeping with, the Irish guy, there were some red flags, and I kept putting up with it. And then I was like, "All right, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't do this anymore." Yeah. Um, well, but I, it was I like that. It took me such a long time. It took me like a month of like red flags to be like, "Why am I doing this?" <laughs> you know. But the, what ha- you said earlier, I like. Oh, sorry to interrupt you. No, you go ahead. Like what you said earlier, where you're like because of your mom and like. My mom is still married to my dad and it's like such a toxic relationship. So it took me years to understand that thing. Like one red flag, I can leave. And like there's this fear like, well, what if I don't find someone else? All right, that's fine because I don't have to deal with this this (laughs) person. You know, like I would rather be alone than hang out with Mr. Red Flags. You know what I mean? Like, I know (laughs) it takes a while to learn that, though. I'm the same. I'm like, I'm still I'd rather struggling with it. I'd rather watch Netflix now. But it took me to turn 30. Like for any young listeners listening to this. Yeah, it's going to it's like I I was just giving advice to my friend about and a, a very abusive person that they're dating and now they're trying to be friends yeah. and then anyway I was like look we can give you all the advice you want but you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna keep doing what you want to do when you're just gonna learn the hard way and we'll be here yeah. for you we'll support you but that's what happens yep. you kind of just have to I had to learn it the hard way a few times before now I know but it took me years fucking yeah you have to go through the fire but I'm still bad at it like this yeah like 
sorry i'm like i'm and still I, bad i'm still like what am i why am i putting up with this you know well, I, like, i'm sitting there in bed like why <laughs> no i know sorry yeah. i framed it that was such a creepy way to frame it i don't want to talk shit about your people katie but oh it's fine here i've been with, i've been dicks. with some gaslighting irish guys and i'm <laughs> irish guy friends are amazing there's some of them are in relationships and yeah. they treat their ladies so well but i've also i think it's like people everywhere yeah for sure you know i'm just yeah oh yeah well there, there was two irish guys over here oh no you know what that's a lie there was a few irish guys over here that i was like oh my god you're giving our people a bad name <laughs> <laughs> it was that guy it was that guy <laughs> I slept with one guy texted me and he was like um, don't tell people you're irish he, yeah. he was like why don't you want to go on a third date with me i don't think i talked about this in the podcast and i was like i feel like i probably did it on the patreon but i was like no i i go i just don't want i'm so sorry i just don't feel like reviving and then he was like yeah, is yeah. it because you think i'm a creep and i was like no i would like because I, I didn't think he was a creep and he was like good because when you stayed over that time like i stayed over on the second date but i told him we weren't having sex it was just really late and he, he said like you want to yeah. stay over we'll get breakfast and i'm like yeah cool and i just didn't want to have sex because i just stopped seeing someone and um and then he goes, okay, because if I were a creep, I would have put a hand on you when you asked me not to. So that shows I'm not a creep. And I was like, dude, are you no, looking for praise? You're not rapist. assaulting me. <laughs> <laughs> you want what me to God? say thank you for not raping me? Okay. Then I had another Irish guy. Um, he, <laughs> oh God, my, come on, lads. We got to get better. I, I The ones back home are better. I'll tell you that. Um, but he... Yeah. Uh, I just didn't want to I just didn't want to go on a third day with him either you know he kind of bitched a bit a lot about his ex and stuff and um he'd done a couple of things that made me very uncomfortable that I said I didn't want and stuff so he just doesn't yeah. listen and um and that was fine and I kind of nicely was just like oh I'm not interested and he was like well can we be friends but like we don't need a couple of dates and I was like sure but you never yeah. mean that like well, you didn't know me and then he just kept texting and then I ignored him and then he commented on something. So I like, blocked him just because I was like, oh, I didn't what he commented was like a little inappropriate. And I just figured, oh, he'll get the hint then, you know. And then he texts me again being like, Jesus. But it's like, well, you don't need to be on my Instagram. You don't like it's I don't want you commenting on stuff. And then um, I didn't respond. And then he he, he sent me a voicemail. <laughs> oh, God, no. I know, I know. No, this is a this is a while ago, but um yeah and I had to be like look and he was like but you were so nice he said we could be friends but like here's the other thing I don't talk to my friends multiple times in a week so I was mm-hmm. like I go look I was just being nice um I really don't want anything to do with you and like it's not in person well it is personal but I just said it's not personal um just pretend like you don't know me you never met me before Weird. sure yeah look you know um yeah so did you date him you probably dated him <laughs> <laughs> that's the same guy it's the same guy it's just one yeah no i mean like obviously it doesn't have anything to do with where wherever someone's from there's no. creeps all over you yeah. know um but <laughs> <laughs> there are all over and it's the same when people go like guys will go women are crazy and it's like no women aren't crazy people are crazy because i've dated some crazy yeah, motherfuckers but i don't think yeah. all men are crazy i want to ask you is it hard dating having a child though being a single mom you know what's so crazy? And I think that this is, like, it says a lot about, you know, I'm very aware of, like, the privilege that I have as, like, I'm Asian, but I'm, like, biracial. And I read as, like, attractive or young. Like you said, I look younger than I am. And I look, you know, whiter than other Asian people. Or, you know, I'm, like, a little bit more, I dress a little bit more funky and blah, blah, blah. Um, And because of all those things, I think it make puts me in a different, like, 
place than what somebody would like generally think of like 36 year old single mom who's broke mm-hmm. you know like that's not like what you're seeing in your head when you think that yeah. so I think I think it like has never really affected me but that having been said like there probably are people who I matched with on a dating app and when they found out I had a kid stop talking to me and I just didn't know that yeah. you know what I mean like no one's gonna be like hey I don't want to talk to you anymore because uh you have a kid like no one's gonna say that to my no, face right no, like, never, never. so I don't know I don't know if anyone's done that to me but like I mean in terms of like do I have people that want to constantly date me yes you know what I mean and like there's but I mean, a lot like, of factors that go into that yeah even the physicalness so let's say like you have a son oh. Like yeah. now, do you and your ex-husband have like joint custody or is it hard to like find yeah. a baby? Like that's what I always think would it be hard to find a babysitter or is it like you're bringing the guy home? You're like, Shh. yeah, yeah. Well, I only um, I share custody with my husband, that's my great. ex-husband, and he's there half the time and he's with me half the time. So when he's not at my apartment, I go on dates and I sleep with whoever I want and do whatever I want, you know, like, yeah. And it's really great. But I, I was like thinking about like trying to write like a comedy joke about this because my neighbors, they must hear like they it must be so like chaotic because like half the week I'm like with my, you can hear me and my son like doing Zoom school, like doing like art and watercolor, like good job and like asleep at 830. And then the other half, I'm just getting fucking railed. Just like <laughs> There's like 18 people over just like pass the ketamine. I don't know what like let's not. I'm just joking. I'm not gonna. Hey, Irish people that. love ketamine. I've never done it, but I know a fair amount really? who love ketamine. Just like f- fucking up till seven a.m., just getting like my ass pounded, and just like hearing like how chaotic is that? You, you should know? write a sitcom about that. That would be great. Your pilot, like had that the life of a single mother that. half the time, and like a young woman having fun the other half. Like I think that's great. It's, yeah, there is like there's like these funny things. Like my friend. um there's this one thing <laughs> this is this is the most chaotic thing this is gonna make it into the pilot if i ever write a pilot my friend was like i'm throwing a rave and but she was like it does it doesn't really pop off until like 6 a.m and i was like that's that's psychotic what who the hell is going to a party <laughs> and she was like yeah it pops off at six and it's like pretty bumping up to like nine or ten a.m and then it like shuts down at noon or one and I was like, that I don't understand anything you're saying. And she was like, why don't you come after you drop your son off from school? So I w- dropped my son off. And then that day, my, my ex-husband was going to pick him up, right? Yeah. So I drop him off in the morning. And then I don't see him for like four days or three days. So like I dropped him off at 830 and I went to this fucking rave. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. And I was just like taking shots. And I was like, I got four days of freedom. <laughs> psychotic no it's amazing and that's exactly what you should be doing you're like inspirational if i ever get a divorce i'm gonna be like okay i have to go get a divorce get a child (laughs) yeah it hits different once you have have had a divorce raves hit different since you've been divorced because you had your freedom taken (laughs) and in fairness most people get to do that from 28 or sorry from 22 to 30 you didn't get to do that yeah 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 so you're living it now and I have to say, I'm, I'm like, um, you know, I'm like talking about being single and stuff. But when I am in a relationship, I'm ex- I'm like, I'm extremely loyal. Like, I can't, I don't know what it is, but I can't cheat. No, like, same. that would make me feel, I don't care about having sex with multiple different people at a time if I'm telling them. But if I tell somebody that I'm monogamous, 
cheating just feels bad in like a not fun way do you know what I mean I can't I've never cheated any on anybody I even struggle if I if I have sex with someone I struggle if I know they like me or I like them I struggle like going on dates with other people I have to be very communicative or if I like them and I have sex with them I have to be like yeah oh like let's like not have sex with other people like it's we don't have to be in a relationship but like I'm always like nearly over communicating um I'm the same as you Mm. it just feels yeah I don't know yeah it feels wrong it's not fun not fun but so you you have you but you would be in a non-monogamous relationship where you could have sex with other people once the person would you be comfortable with that uh, I don't know if I am even at a place where I would do, I would do that in the future. But right now, like just the fact of just being being responsible for someone else's feelings in that yeah, capacity do. just doesn't feel it feels like too much for me right now. Like right now, what I like doing um, is just sleeping with people, not really talking about anything, just being like, OK, we're going on dates, we're having sex you know let's not you know we're having fun I don't want to discuss anything do you know what I mean how do you do that so you just go on you do you actually go on dates and like have dinner and drinks and then just have sex and then never talk never talk about your feelings yes and then well okay so I think for most of the pandemic I've just was like hooking up with people that were like my friends and so we would just be like hang out like friends not even on dates. We just like end up yeah. at the same thing and then have sex. Um, and then there would be people that I would just call and then we would have sex. Um, and then there were like a few people that I would like go on. But like now I'm like, I don't even know. Cause like I would go on dates with people and sleep with them. And I don't know. It just feels like even that almost feels like too much. Yeah. But I'm not, but I do do it. Like I, I do like see certain people and date and like go have dinner with them and drinks and then have sex and stuff like that. Like, but it, I mean, the last few times I've done that, it's ended very like, ugh, like it's made me feel really too vulnerable or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're just not in a place to be emotionally vulnerable at all. No, I think the pandemic has made it way worse because before I was totally fine with going. And now I'm like, I feel like a little bit of like an introvert. Yeah. you know I feel like so I do think I don't know I like sometimes I'm like I, I hate blaming cultures and being like oh Irish people are like emotionally unavailable but then it's like ah oh, no like I've really worked on it since I come over here but mm-hmm. I think like I had um I was going on a couple just a couple of dates with a British guy but I really liked the vibe as in it just reminded me of home and the way we ex- like we would just have fun there was no I don't know how to explain it kind of liked yeah how I don't need to talk too much or be too corny it makes me uncomfortable but I don't want to judge someone who's like that and then recently I've been going on dates with this really nice uh Latin man and he's great and he's everything I would have wanted but he's just so like like he'll he sent me a text message being like am I gonna get a kiss tonight and it made me be like now I don't want to kiss you I'm like why am I like that why am I so and like no, he he'll like weird text okay <laughs> you just... shouldn't judge your... no that's okay. re- Ugh. where Please. am I kiss at ew <laughs> And like I'll say, I'll say it to him. I'll be like, "Okay, can you stop?" And he'll just like laugh. So I don't know if he's like winding me up, but it's also like I don't enjoy it. And then he's just so affectionate so quickly, and it's like yeah. I know this is what I should want. I should want someone to be into me and like like me. But I actually prefer when they are like more like a friend. And then when we're in the 
like privacy of an apartment then they're more like touchy-feely but then I was really comparing the cultures because I was like maybe it's just Irish British culture or maybe we're mm. like naturally more cold um and then he was blaming his culture he was like ah you know we're Latin Latinos and I'm just like our first date he was like walking me to the train and he was like grabbing me and like kissing me but I was just it just was too much for me I feel like I need yeah, I don't like that either yeah yeah and then like um I want someone who wants to see me but also mm-hmm. uh, not too much like I I, I I I know exactly what I want but I just it's haven't hard to put into words yeah like I'd love to be in a healthy relationship but a relationship to me is <sighs> someone who wants to see me like once or twice a week will text me and stuff like that but yeah but it's fine we can do our own thing and it's I'm not saying that he won't do that but it's like I don't know I don't know why I struggle with like too affectionate too soon I just think it's like you I don't like rushing into affection you know it feels like I'm lying too because if I'm like "Mm, yes you're getting kisses it's like I actually don't know if I like you I don't technically know you yeah I I'm okay with affection and like what you're saying like I'm very physical in bed I'm very you know like comfortable touching and stuff but like in public I'm a yeah i'm fine me. with that too in bed too now i haven't slept with this guy because i'm yeah. uh taking time this poor lad i'm just taking taking time because um yeah i don't know i just was like oh sex complicates everything i love sex so much and sometimes i'll date people because i love having sex and i want to make sure from now on that i'm not dating people for sex yeah 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 that's the worst man so I'm trying so to get to know them first stigmatized yeah 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 because even if it's three that, dates they I can hit that like, tailbone yeah yeah <laughs> like, i love you <laughs> they're scrambling up your organs you're like i'm in love with you no i'm not i know and especially um, if it's good it's just it makes me like them so much so more bad. and then it's like i know yeah i just want to make yeah it's like trying to just figure out what you want i like what oh, i want is like someone who's like yeah. my best friend who i can have great crack with, have great sex and it's monogamous but i don't want like I don't know. I don't want to be like, so we having a kid tomorrow? Are we getting married? Are we moving mm. in? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You and it seems what? to be... I talk po- about... Yeah, sorry. Well, it seems to be polar opposites on the apps. It's either guys being like, what do you want? I want to get married in here. I want to have a kid. Or guys being like, I want no commitment. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. But anyway, what were you going to say? I'm- oh, I wanted to ask you about... Because um, I-, I saw like on your social media, like you were in a relationship, right? No. Were you recently? No. No. I was Sorry, you don't want to talk. No, 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 no. I talk about everything. Oh, okay. I was seeing a guy uh, during the pandemic. I was seeing two different guys. So it accumulated oh, okay. about eight months, but one was five and one was three. But um, that was it. Mm. We just, we just, uh, and then I was dating a guy for two months. And then I went on a couple of dates with a British guy. That was it. How, how did you meet these people that you're in these like five, three month, two hinge. month relationships with? Oh, All okay. of them hinge, yeah. I never, I mean, I never had anything that I would call a relationship. But in the beginning of quarantine, I had like these like people that I would text every single day, like multi. And I feel like everyone was doing this because they were bored. And I I would call them my boyfriends because I was like getting in these like intense relationships with these people like over DM. There's this guy like I remember we would like DM each other at like three in the morning. I would cry. Like he didn't even live in this country he lived in asia and he was like biracial so i'd be like it's so hard being biracial and he'd be like i know and i'm like you're so hot um so weird but i i don't know if i would call anything oh what i wanted to say also what i like about the irish guys that i've slept with and what i love and i don't know if this is i don't know if this is weird i love it when dicks are uncut like that's my thing 
and they're always on uncu- i'm like yes and the last time i saw the irish guy i was like oh i forgot my favorite part yes <laughs> and what do you love about it because for me i actually don't really notice the difference well you, yeah i feel like when it's hard you can barely notice the difference mm-hmm. but i feel like there's just like so much more to play with yeah it's easier and to get blowjobs because they're more sensitive i feel so you're so like much a super easier queen. to get blowjobs like, you just touch them with your tongue at the top and they're like oh my god <laughs> i know it's so much easier to give blowjobs it's just i don't know it's just all around more enjoyable yeah personally. that's great that's yeah. great most of the list, uh, male listeners have the top of their penis good my note said tiktok good. single mom sex dating irish man <laughs> uncut dicks and so well yeah but like i think for me they weren't technically relationships either they we were exclusive though i was exclusive with both of those guys so and for me that's a relationship i don't know what they think a relationship no that is is, though yeah yeah, yeah, well because i i never even got to the point of talking about that with anyone and i haven't in a long time oh and then after my last relationship which was like a year and a half ago now maybe more I promised myself I would be single for an entire year because in my adult life, I haven't been single for more than three months at a time, which is insane. So have you been single for a year yet? Yeah, it's been like a year and a half. Oh my God, that's great. That's amazing. (laughs) Now I feel like there's no turning back. Yeah, look, like you're having fun. Um, Well, you said though you're not really enjoying the sex with with the, the casual sex anymore, so oh no i enjoy the casual sex. oh i'm fine with the yeah i <laughs> no that's i'm totally fine with i'm just not i'm not okay with the like that weird gray area between just complete casual sex and then our, our dating you know like that makes me really uncomfortable you know and then it's like because i don't because part of me feels like like mildly trying like starting to catch feelings when you do go on like dates where you're eating with someone and then going home and having sex with them and then waking up and getting brunch together like you start like feeling sort of like domestic and you start feeling these things and then the because i don't want to be in a place where i'm like you can't sleep with anyone else i don't want to be monogamous so then it's like feeling like yucky and scary you know yeah. it's like oh wait i mean do i like you no i don't want to be with you but i kind of don't want you to sleep with anyone else but like i don't want to do that you know like it gets really confusing so it's more yeah. your feelings it's not theirs it's more that you're just not ready to feel vulnerable again yeah yeah so Which that is- weird gray area is like the thing that i don't like like i if it's just full-blown casual sex and i have like people that i just have sex with and it's very clear that that's all we're doing like that's great you know yeah yeah no that's good at least you know your boundaries that's really important because a lot of people feel that way they don't know it then they date someone for six months and they're in and out and they're like freaking out they're like i want to be with you but i'm not ready so yeah yeah. and And it's like unfair you know like i don't want to like because i i don't want to like be like oh yeah i want to be with you i'm like no i don't like you know what i mean it's unfair to the other person so yeah 100 percent. no it's great so when one of the questions i'll ask it i know you have to go soon so did you have to introduce new partners, those two partners you were dating, to your son? I did. And, um, you know, he he was like, I'm sure it affected him. I, I didn't really even think about it because I was so, like, chaotic at the time. And I liter- literally was like, I'm going to get married to this person. Like, those two guys, I was like, I'm going to get married to this person. And then I was like, what That's am I doing? I'm not. Yeah. Well, so embarrassing when you look weird, back. I was still in that weird monogamy zone that i had to sort of like kind of 
taper off right so and then looking back i was like i'm not gonna get married to anybody ever again so i'm like if i do introduce somebody now it's gonna have to be you know it's gonna have to be like serious you know yeah 100 yeah, he's older now he's seven so he's gonna really like he remembers my ex my last ex so but, yeah but yeah he'll have more opinions now and yeah 100 percent um what would be your advice to the woman who's planning to have the kid solo do it i mean it's really it's the worst don't do it (laughs) having it i mean if if you want a kid just do it and like honestly if you want a kid if you really want a kid it's not going to make that much of a difference if there's a man there with you or not like to be really honest with you it's going to be horrible and like it's going to be a lot of work like i have my ex and like i can just you know the the three days off that I have a week is has made such a huge difference and if I was by myself and there was nobody to like do that for me I would be like that would be way too much for me you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like that would be overwhelming but if you have like the financial means to have like a caretaker or somebody that lives you know from your family that lives close by that you can literally like hand your child over for a few days then (laughs) then do it I mean, yeah, but, if I mean you re- but this is the thing about life. Like, if you really want a kid, if that's what you really want, who am I to tell you anything else? Like, maybe that's, you know, that's fine. Do it, you know. But I think that's important. And that's important not even for people who want to have kids, but for relationships as well. Like, how important it is, any relationship, if it's a friendship, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or your child, to take time off yeah. and take space. Because you can't be yes. with anybody all of the time. It's ridiculous. <sighs> It's so crazy. I mean, the times when I have my son, it's just me and him. Because I like at, at this point, I can't really afford a caretaker, and it's just just three or four days straight with him is like it's a lot. It's like as soon as you you know they wake you up, you know, and then it, it's just like somebody like imagine like you're driving a car and someone's kicking the back of your seat for four straight days like that's the feeling of like <laughs> annoyance that having a child around you at all times it's just like your nerves are shot yeah you know? it's I, I can't even imagine and then I remember yeah. asking someone I don't know who it was but um when you were talking about if you were to have a kid solo and they were in a relationship with kids and they were saying um you know people say oh it's easier because there's someone to help but she was like actually I think it'd be easier to do it alone because when there is some when you're in a partnership you're constantly blaming each other like well I, mm-hmm. I I'm doing more work here you're doing more work here whereas when it's just yeah. on your own you're only relying on yourself you just get the job done you're not like pissed off at someone for not doing their equal share of the work and I was like oh that's very true I agree I th- it's so much easier now to be a parent i think the ideal situation is that there's just a big community that sh- shares all the work and if one person wants a little break they can wander off <laughs> but that's not going to happen in new york city so like <laughs> the 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 idea that a man and a woman together that that family unit makes zero sense it's so toxic it never really works i've rarely seen it work for anybody who doesn't have like a caretaker and I think that we should all, as a society, move away from that. Yeah, or just be okay with what you said, like caretakers or like making sure yeah. you enforce Friday night, Saturday night, get your babysitter and go out and do you things. I don't want to ever, yeah. ever want to be in a happy, beautiful relationship and then it gets destroyed because we had a kid. I want to make sure that we yeah. um, 
put in like that I'm gonna like if I ever meet someone and they insist on us having a kid because I'm like uh, so one day I want a kid next day I don't want a kid my life is pretty great so I'm kind of like fine if it doesn't happen but Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make sure that there's like a calendar and be like these are date nights okay motherfucker we're not we're still doing us I don't want to like hate my kid because our relationship gets wrecked you can't be with the three of you the whole time that's not it's never it's never literally never worked in the history of mankind like people have always needed their mom or their neighbor or their sister or their mm-hmm. older child. like oh, there was communities the yeah there was communities. yeah there was big families living together yeah it's not so natural good. for a man and a woman and a child to just be together all the time that's weird <laughs> it's weird <laughs> ah! <laughs> that's so funny well no, you leave you on that <laughs> you have to go now so um What's your podcast? Um, Feeling Asian, right? Oh, I ha- yeah, I have a podcast called Feeling Asian. Um, and yeah, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at YM Mayor. I have a TikTok, Young Me Mayor. If it gets restored, <laughs> it will. Hopefully, it will. <laughs> um, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. I am doing an episode tomorrow with two of the lads that I met in Miami. We're going to do it, well, obviously over Zoom. But we're going to talk about, because when I was out with one of them, he was like, just mention about this thing that this girl did to him. So I thought it'd be fun to do like sex tips with them. Um, and like from their perspective, from two lads' perspective of what they like. Um, also, I have an episode coming up, I wish, um, two people who don't identify as straight. And we're going to talk, uh, one of them's an Irish girl and one of them's uh, an American man. So we're going to do... Uh, an episode based on that as well so if you have any kind of topics or advice you want shoot those into me so at katie bull comic or at contact the shift um so yeah so or if there's anything you want want to cover any guests you would like to hear on the podcast please message me and if you can write review all of that all helps tell your friends tell your family maybe not your family but um yeah other than that, the, as I said before, Patreon forward slash shift podcast. Uh, loads of stuff up there if you want extra content or video. And um, I'll touch you. Look, I'll chat to you next week. Have a great week. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.